Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim Cockrum. And today we've got a guest on the show who I'll introduce in just a moment. He's working only five hours per week on his online business. And he's been doing that for a few months now. But he's generating a very healthy $6,000 profit that he's putting in the bank. This is one of those if you will, small success stories that we sometimes hear you guys request, because a lot of the success stories that you read about and see in our community, they're the big success stories. Someone who's been doing it a year or two, and they're really rolling. They've got their six figures a month or their seven figures, and they're just killing it. Plenty of those success stories to inspire us. But I like these real world, fairly recent, raw success stories. People that just started getting their wheels under their, getting their feet on the ground, getting their feet under them. That's what I'm trying to say. Very recently, things are finally starting to click. Maybe they've made a few mistakes along the way. Well, this story today with Tim is one of those stories. And I'm only going to use his first name because Tim has requested that. He's still got a full-time job. He and his newly wed wife, they're married and they both have jobs. And he decided that he'd rather protect their identity a little bit and not have word spread that uh, he's looking to build a full-time business online, as he'll share with us. But the story's going to start off with him talking about some of the trials and errors and more trials and more errors and some mistakes. And the whole time, keep in mind, he was just kind of dabbling around. But then when things took off, it's a pretty cool story. And like I said, they're putting a healthy chunk of change in the bank every month, chipping away at some of that college debt so they can eventually go full-time on the internet and grow what I believe is going to be an extremely powerful brand that they're working on right now. But they've done it all, as you'll hear. So without any more introduction, let's jump over and meet Tim, the latest proven Amazon course success story from our community who stepped up to volunteer to be interviewed on this podcast. And speaking of volunteers, before we jump over and meet Tim, hey, if you've got a story, it doesn't have to be an incredible story with huge numbers that are going to blow everyone away. It's just a real story of how maybe you fought through, struggled, made some mistakes, but now things are starting to work and you feel like you've learned some lessons on how the world works and how online business works. We'd love to hear your story. Maybe you can relate to Tim today and you're thinking, I've got a similar story. Hey, contact us. We can protect your identity. We can make you anonymous if you'd like and share your story with us because it will inspire thousands of people around the world to take those first few steps and you could be changing lives. So we'd love to have you be a guest on the show. Contact us at silentgym.com. You'll see all the information there that you need in order to, to contact us, connect with the team, as well as links to our free Facebook group where we just passed 54,000 members, the best free Facebook community in the world, the best community in the world for online business building warriors like you. Hey, enough of that. Let's jump in and meet Tim. So, hey, Tim, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, buddy. Hey, tell me a little bit about your business. Hey, Jim. Uh, hey, thanks for having me on here. Super excited to, uh, to talk about my story and where I'm at so far with the business. So I grew up with uh, a father who owned his own business construction company. And I always saw the power of, you know, not having to, you know, go to work every day at 8am. Yeah, you would start early, but you didn't have, you know, to get to that eight o'clock clock. And right. The flexibility. 
Yeah. So it's always intrigued me. I just, I've always saw the power in that. And so my first business venture is I, I did start network marketing back in college. I like the business model. I, I tried it. It's a good business model, but I didn't see myself, you know, doing that long term. And I kept searching and searching and I found Amazon FBA. So back in November of 2017, I saw a course. I was like, oh, this is so cool. You can work from home. You can order supplies uh, from China, you know, Alibaba. And I was like, oh, well, this, you know, I could go on a beach and, you know, make money. <laughs> you bought the dream, huh? <laughs> yeah, the dream. Everyone's right. So I tried it. I tried searching, you know, I tried doing, meeting the criteria where you have, you know, the certain criteria on uh, Jungle Scout with the top 10 uh, products. And I just couldn't find it. The training wasn't there. So I commented in that Facebook group I used to be in and I said, hey, what's a good podcast to listen to? Because, you know, in order to keep going when you're running your own business, you got to have that motivation and keep the information flowing. So someone had posted uh, my silent sales machine. So I looked it up and I listened to the first few episodes and I go, this guy seems, you know, it's a lot easier, slow and steady process. So I got intrigued and I looked up, uh, you know, silent sales machine and saw the price. And I, I emailed the other guy and I got my $500 back, rolled it into this and uh, bought the silent sales machine course. And, you know, it's brought me a long way so far. Beautiful. All right, Tim. So that's how you found this man, a recommendation in another Facebook group talking about our podcast. That's cool. And it sounds like you bought the Proven Amazon course, which is our flagship course, correct? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. So yeah, just to clarify for the listeners, the Silent Sales Machine is the name of this podcast and the name of the book that's launched this podcast. And then the Proven Amazon course is our Amazon selling course. So you jumped into that. How long ago was that? So I would have started the course back in December of 2017. I started with the... uh you know, the basic intro, I kind of went through the steps. I didn't know where to start because there's so much content. It was way different. So with me, I started with books. I listened to that podcast. I, I forget the name of the guy. Sure. Our, our book selling course. Yeah. That's a good, a lot of people do start there. We've since added the Amazon 101 module, which I don't know if you've gone through that yet or not, but books is certainly a great place to start. So that's where you started. How'd that go for you? Because I, I honestly haven't heard your story. I'm curious to hear how books went for you as a starting point. Yeah, so I started there and it was pretty interesting. I, I bought, you know, maybe 20 books to start and went to the thrift store. And I was driving home from work one day on a winter day here in Minnesota. And I swiped down. I love calling it. You just swipe down. And, you know, I saw, I think it was like 1397 or 1497. And, I called everyone at that moment. I thought it was so cool. So I was going home from work and I was like, nope, I'm going to head to the thrift store. So I bought 30 more books or so, um, got them listed. And I kind of knew the criteria. So I kept going. And then actually my, my grandmother, she works at a thrift store every Friday. So when I got to that point, I was like, I think I could do this. And I would get into the back of the thrift store and I would sit back there for a couple hours on Saturday mornings. I think I did it twice and I probably pulled out about 200 books. So then I had a bunch of inventory. Yeah, not all of them were the best. You know, some of them were great, but I noticed I was losing money in storage fees and they weren't selling quick enough. 
so I kind of, I learned my, my lesson. Like I found one golden book where I bought for 75 cents on lunch break and it sold for 200. So that was, you know, pretty neat, but that was, you know, that was my book venture. It lasted probably four months. So yeah, the book game changed significantly just to fill in a few gaps for the listeners. You're trying to apply maybe some of what you're saying to Amazon today. We've never used Alibaba really at all, unless you really know what you're doing. So you won't find us referring people to that at all in our content. And uh, there's so many landmines <laughs> that you can accidentally step on in that arena. And then books, it's changed dramatically. You kind of went through the school of hard knocks here. Uh, books, unless you really know what you're doing, there's still some people doing great with books and we still teach that module. But the, like you said, the storage fees can really start to sneak up on you. And since the time you started, it's changed. Amazon doesn't want books sitting on their shelves for a couple of years waiting on them to sell. They want fast moving inventory. Typically, high profit margin books don't meet that criteria. So it's gotten a little more difficult to do books, which is why we don't encourage people to near the same degree that we used to, to start with books. But it sounds like you went through the School of Hard Knocks through someone else's course and through an older module of our course as things were changing. But take us forward. Like what, what's begun to uh, work for you? What's clicking? Yeah. So I you know, got going in that and then I, I kind of knew... I was cleaning books and stuff. So just, it was taking too much time and I go, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. So then I kind of got started into RA and OA and I found a few products. I found one RA that, you know, I flipped it, bought it for 25, sold it for 70 for a $25 profit. And I kind of went on and I, I just, I was going with that. And I just was like, I don't see it. This isn't what I want. So I came upon the promotional sourcing podcast and I tried to create a brand there. I did sell out. I made my money back, but it still wasn't what I was looking for. So that led me into wholesale. And I, I found one product. It would have been last year in November, October or November. And I was negative $2,000 for the year. And I found this one wholesale company and it, it just happened to be something I love. You know, I love the niche. And I made all my money back and, and broke even. I was able to record a loss of 400 for the year. And then the rest is history. So now it, you know, it starts getting interesting. And I keep, you know, I tested with that wholesale product. I bought 12, I bought 24, I bought 36, you know, just kept working my way up. And then I found another wholesale company and same niche, something I love to do. And it took a turn back in what what was that? Maybe May or June of this year, I lost that account. So my sales went from 6,000 a month down to like 1500 because I had one wholesale product. And then the other company or that company, I, I was selling some bundles through them, but then I had a guy jump on and he just, he drove the price down from like 20 to to like 15 bucks. So there's no profit there anymore. Gotcha. So you finally found something that worked with wholesale after experimenting yep. around and it went well for you for a while, then you found ran into a competitor. So that these are just like the the trials, the the days, the nights, the realities of some of the early days. I mean, we see plenty of people that take off and have huge success early. Other people struggle for a while. And we like real stories around here, man. And that's what I'm hearing. Just one guy's real story. Take us up to to current time. You know, keep filling in the gaps. What what else has happened since then? Yeah. So, you know, at June so I, I was still up. I mean, 
I held all my money. I, I keep it in an account. I bought the book Profit First so I could, you know, help track track the money coming in. So, you know, I was up, I got married in June. So I was able to use, you know, a thousand dollars towards the wedding, which it was, it was awesome. A part-time business at that point, when I had these wholesale accounts going on, I was only working, working the business five hours a week. So. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. Yes. You weren't pouring your blood, sweat and tears into this. It was just a little, it was a side gig a few hours a week. That's good to know. Yeah. So yeah, to see, you know, an average of four to 6,000, five hours a week, it's like, that's incredible. So I wanted to keep going, you know, I want to build this full time and I got good people on my side. So one of them being a graphic designer, we created a brand here back in June. I think we started it May or June, whenever I figured out I lost the wholesale because I had products. I knew that it was a generic search. It wasn't, no one was searching the brand name. So we whipped up a brand and yeah, now it's just, it's, it's just getting good. I have three private label products. I started, I knew, I knew it would sell. So I started with 75 then I bought 300 of one of these private labels. And now I'm having 500 ship off Monday this coming week. And then uh, I have another private label I'm testing. I, I know it's going to sell because I tested it wholesale. I sold it for a while. And I have 125 of those coming uh, next week to my door. So it's just, it's getting good from here. I, I project to be doing a, my first five-figure month coming up December. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. And there's a little lesson that I want to unpack in something that you just said. It's an opportunity that's available to anyone who's been doing this a while. Even if you've only had a handful of small wins, I love what you just said, Tim, because you lost one of your wholesale products, but you noticed that when the search that people were performing to find that product was not a brand name, it was generic terms, which means you can go get your own product. You could do something as simple as asking permission to unbag someone else's product and put it in your own bag, or you could truly create your own private label brand, but you could take advantage of that keyword phrase that you've discovered that's popular. And that's exactly what you did. And you've just said, this is going to lead to your first five-figure month here very shortly, just because you are paying attention to the types of products that were moving through your account. Even when the money wasn't necessarily all that great, you ended up finding some great private label niche markets. So kudos, man. That's pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. What What was it like launching your own brand? Like, what What did you study? What were the difficult challenges there? You know, talk us through that a little bit more too. Like I said, I got people on my side that you know know the niche I'm in, and I actually, my brother, he's a he's a graphic designer, so you know that helps a lot. We made T-shirts, hats, working on some sweatshirts, and it's just fun creating a brand, talking with your, with your friends on ideas. Hey, what do you think about this? What should I switch here? And, and to see it sell and creating that thing, it's just special. It's, I can't wait to see where it is in one year from now. Oh, that's awesome. So you're building a, a community is the type of product that people kind of rally around and there's some, some brand loyalty in your community potentially. Yeah. That's the, that's the vision. Beautiful. Well, you're going to benefit tremendously then from, uh, I need to send you a copy of the Proven Audience Formula book if you don't have it yet. But our our Proven Community Formula, which hasn't launched yet, still in development, but growing a nice, large community of people who care about your brand. It's something we were getting pretty good at around here. We've done it a good handful of times. You're going to benefit from that stuff, Tim. So be looking for that when it comes. 
because that's that's the true asset you have here is people who are now paying attention to you and your message and your brand. That's more important than the actual product because that's a long-term asset. And I love that you're starting to build that. I'm still working five hours a week probably because it's a, they're products where I have the manufacturer, they're in the poly bags, the warning labels are on. I take it out of the box, I slap my my label on and it's out the door. So it's just products that are easy to put together and, and send off. And I don't have to worry about anyone jumping on the listings. So, Man, that's beautiful. I love it. So you're working full time. You shared with me, you know, you've still got your career and you've got your job. And I want to hear a little bit about more who, who Tim is too. Who's, who's this Tim guy that we haven't heard much about yet besides his business. Uh, but I love that this is something you've done. Basically, from listening to your story, you've never worked more than five hours a week over the past couple of years, just kind of dabbling, made a little money, broke even here and there, discovered a nice niche. And now you're looking at a five-figure a month. Uh, I don't know what your margins are exactly, but when you say five-figure, you know, talk us through that a little bit maybe. But, but then I want to hear a little bit about you as well. And you know, tell us about you, what your goals are and how this impacts your family and your future. Like, What are you thinking? Yeah. So the goals are... Well, I guess first... so. Right now, I'm running a margin. I got it down to the T. I'll keep doing wholesale because I, I, I'm confident I can order 75 at a time or whatever. And with all the products combined, the, the profit margin is 29.33%. So, dude, you got it. <laughs> it's a pretty healthy you know, profit yep. margin. I don't have to run any ads. I have no marketing costs because like, like we just talked about a little bit ago, there's no brand search. It's a, it's a, it's a keyword search. and that helps tremendously because I save so much on marketing. That's beautiful. And uh, is it a seasonal item that kind of comes and goes with seasons or is it pretty steady? It's pretty steady throughout the year. That's, That's the one great. thing I'm worried about. But after doing the wholesale thing and um, I found out, yeah, it sells pretty pretty steady throughout the year. Yeah, you see the jump in Q4 and, and, and in January. Everything does, yeah. And in January. But yeah, you sell throughout the year. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like you've come into a really strong niche. I hope you branch out and get many more products. We'd love to help you discover and experiment and grow even from there. Let's 10X this thing, man. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. Hey, this is Jim. Sorry to interrupt this fantastic episode, but I wanted to alert you very quickly before we jump back to the show about today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Legends Group. That is a small group of sellers who gather primarily on Facebook, but also live at a couple events per year and talk about how to source products successfully to sell on Amazon. They specialize in retail arbitrage and online arbitrage strategies. If you want to check them out and find out more about them, there's only one link to use. That's provenamazoncourse.com slash legends. Again, provenamazoncourse.com slash legends. Go ahead and check them out. It is a phenomenal group. You can drop out anytime you want, but I think you're going to love the regular trainings, the positive atmosphere. It's like a big family. And if you want to hang out with other people who are doing creative things, sourcing retail and online arbitrage style for Amazon, that is where you want to be. Hey, let's jump back into the show now. But hey, so tell me a little bit about uh, you, your goals, your family, you know, fill in some gaps for us here. Who are we talking to? Yeah. So I just, 
got married, like I said, back in June and, um, nice to take money out of here, but I went to college, like you were taught and, you know, I came out with debt, a lot of debt. I think <laughs> yeah, 65,000 yeah. and I'm a big uh, Dave, I'm a Dave Ramsey guy and yeah. reading his, and his podcast, but I know he mentions sell stuff on the side. So that kind of made me do the search and yeah, once I get this uh, stabilized and once I'm at about 20 to 25,000 in gross sales, that'll, that'll uh, take over my current income. But, you know, first I just want to pay off debt before I think about any of that. Yeah. Baby steps in the right direction. So get, get your student debts paid off, start building your business online, multiple streams of income. It's going to be a big deal for you. And uh, yeah, very bright future. So just got married as we're recording this just a few months ago. Yeah. And you're young enough that don't be intimidated by that 65K. There's people your age that have a, a, lot, a lot bleaker picture ahead of them. They're way further in debt and they don't have a plan. And so you're going to be just fine, man. You guys are going to dig yourself out of this in no time with the, with the side business you have. And so how many hours are you working in your, your real job? Uh, about 40 to 45. Gotcha. So plenty of free time. Because, you know, especially when you're young, that's nothing. 40, 45 hours a week, that leaves plenty of time in your week to, to focus and get some intense focused effort on building this online business. You guys are going to do great. So wait, tell us about your wife. Does, is she working as well? Yeah. So she's a, she's a second grade teacher. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Does she have any uh, entrepreneurial leanings or is this kind of your thing? She supports it. And, you know, we talk about it a little bit, but it's yeah, kind of my thing. Yeah, that's how it is. That's always always been in our house as well. And my wife was the teacher as well. She we because we homeschooled. So that was her world and an internet business was always mine. Although you'll find the paths merging at some point, the more successful you get, you'll find a path into the other person's life at some point when you're married. And and uh so she's speaking at our conferences and she talks about all the family issues of being an entrepreneur, which is pretty cool. She has an interesting vantage point on which to speak on the topic. Because we're, we're celebrating as we're recording this, Tim. This is 18 years for me of oh, wow. the only income for our family has been internet-based, multiple income streams, the stuff we teach around here, selling products online, helping other people sell products online, consulting, coaching, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's the next thing too. Uh, like I had mentioned, my brother, he's a graph designer and he does web stuff. So I've bounced the ideas about, you know, working up a consultant consulting side gig. And I mean, I, there's just endless possibilities uh, since joining PAC, like, you know, what I've seen, because I can also use this business. I'm in the real estate uh, construction industry. So I want to invest in real estate so I can, this is another ticket to get there. So just endless possibilities. Absolutely. You know, one of the business models that's now wide open to you is helping other people put their products on Amazon if they're not on there yet. And you could do just that and make a great healthy living because of all the millions of products that are already on Amazon, there's that many more that aren't on Amazon yet with product owners and brand holders, brand owners, manufacturers that want to be on Amazon, but they're intimidated by it. They're confused by it. They're uncertain. And that's, the, that's one of the modules in the Proven Amazon course where we teach you how to do exactly that. Build a business helping brands get on Amazon. It's not complicated. Now that you've done it yourself, especially, you're more than qualified. So yeah, there's just so many opportunities there. The future is very bright. If you don't mind me asking, uh, how old are you, Tim? Uh, 26. We'll be 27 here uh, in December. 
Gotcha. Yeah, man, you've <laughs> you are you are light years ahead of where I was at that point in life, man. Even with the debt, you're in great shape with the right ideas in your head and a young married guy, man. That's really cool. Honor having you in the community and and thank you for sharing your story today. Is there anything that that's on your mind that you'd like to share with the listeners, maybe some encouragement or some lessons or you know, anything you'd like to throw out to those who are listening to the show today that might help them on their journey? Yeah. So everyone hears it all the time. If I and you know, people will say if I can do it, you can do it. All it takes is, you know, intense focus, effort. Just keep going. You're gonna go through up and downs, uh, just like in life, but you just gotta keep pushing through and and eventually you'll come upon that one product and that one product was a wholesale that got me out of debt and got my capital up where I could, you know, keep testing different things, but you just got to test, test, test. No need to go in super fast. It'll come. So also another big thing is you got to have a why and business. If you're going to keep pushing through and not get distracted, you got to have a why. And one of mine is, you know, I want to have the freedom like everyone, but I want to be able to give back whenever I want. So that's just really big to me. So, Yeah. Be, being able to be generous and, and take advantage of those opportunities. It was, it was really great. I, I attend a fairly large church on the South side of Indianapolis. And about eight months ago, I was approached by the pastor who happens to be a good friend of mine as well. And he said, Hey, we're putting together a group of successful businessmen and take the trip of a lifetime. We're going to go to East Africa. And, uh, before you even told me the dates, I was like, yep, I'm in, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it is just so awesome to be able to be, to play that role, to, you know, take a missions trip and leave, leave it all behind for 10 days and have this incredible experience and meet great entrepreneurs from around the world and something we're working on, Tim, this may be of interest to you, but we're trying to help equip missionaries in some of the strangest parts of the world where it's very difficult to launch a business or to generate an income in the field well, hey, they could use the internet creatively from anywhere. So we're starting to train missionaries on how to use the internet creatively so they can go wherever it is in the world they're supposed to go and not have to worry about having the funds to be where they feel like God's called them. So that was part of that trip. Just to be able to be a part of something like that, or like you said, you know, you, you called it giving back. I just, I call it giving and obeying and being generous, man. Just when you see the opportunities you're able to, that's a big why for me. Yep. And I recommend everyone to read the business secrets of the Bible. I know I had posted something in the in the group one day and and you you commented on it about making a Facebook group. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think everyone should read that book. That's right. Maybe we'll stick a link in the show notes today. That's of course Daniel Lappin's book. That's my favorite author too, if you've heard me say that before, Tim. He was actually at our last conference. Uh, a hard guy to pin down for the first five or six years is that I was a fan. But now I have the pleasure, I have a weekly call with them and we're strategizing business ideas together. And man, that guy knows his stuff. And speaking of Dave Ramsey earlier, if you were to ask Dave Ramsey, I don't know if you know this or not, Tim, but for the listener's sake, if you, if you are aware, that if you were to ask, and I've heard Dave Ramsey ask this question before, who is your money and finance guru? Who helps you pull timeless wisdom from the Bible and apply it to real world economic and business situations, he would say Daniel Lappin. That's the guy we're talking about in his book, Business Secrets from the Bible. But I've got a Facebook group that you mentioned where I'm going through the book one chapter at a time. It's a free Facebook group. Anyone can join us and come in late. That's fine. I'm only on like 
chapter six or seven as we're recording this. I, I, it's not something that happens on a real regular basis. I'm kind of going through it slowly, but come in, join the conversation and go through my favorite business book ever. It's incredible. It's not common sense either, is it? No, it's it's just life changing. It opens up your eyes and I I just I just think it's important not only for business owners but everyone to read. I just the the stuff he talks about is just unreal. Yeah, our our culture gets money and business wrong. It just flat out does. It gets it wrong and we've got a lot of bad messages flying through our head every day whether we like it or not about what it means to have money, to build a business, to grow a business, uh, to use your money wisely to to generate money. Yeah. So yeah, if you can get those messages straight, it sure gives you a big advantage, doesn't it? Yeah. Awesome. Well, what else, man? You're a fountain of uh, wisdom tidbits here so far, man. Anything else on your on your mind that you'd like to share with the listeners before we start to wrap this one up? No, I think I covered it all. I was just super excited to finally get on get on the podcast, and I hope any something we talked about if someone could just you know get one golden golden nugget out of this, I'm happy. So. Oh, I'm sure they'll get a lot more than that, man. You've you've been in delight. Hey, you planning on being at our conference in uh, July 2020? I will be there this year, yeah. Beautiful. Will that be your first one? It will, yep. Awesome. I, I wanted to go last year, but you know, after getting married and we had about eight other weddings to attend, it was <laughs> really yeah. difficult. You're in that season of life. I remember it well, my friend. I, I got married about the same age. And I remember I liked playing a lot of golf back then. I remember thinking, am I ever going to play golf again? Every weekend, someone's getting married. Yeah, that season does end. And then it'll be once every year or so that you're attending a wedding after that for a very long time. At least that's the way it shook out for me. But yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Plus, your wife is probably starting school uh, and all of that. But you know, yeah, July this year, uh, sorry, July of 2020, I should say, is our next big conference. Um, I think we're going to have close to 1,000 people there. And our community just continues to explode and grow. It's the people who listen to this podcast. So come meet Tim. And um, we are not using his last name today intentionally because he does still have a real job. And we don't want to cause any uncomfortable situations for him there. Uh, But uh, that's maybe a good time to point out, hey, if you want to come on our show, but you're a little nervous that you don't want the whole world knowing exactly who you are because maybe you do have a real job. uh, Hey, that's okay. We can protect your identity and still tell your story. But I appreciate you, Tim, being on the show today. It's been tremendous hearing a little bit more about how you failed your way into big success. I love it. I think you've inspired a lot of people. And, and uh, for the listeners, thanks for hanging out with Tim and I today. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you as well. The only thing I ask in return for the great content that we bring you in the show is, that, hey, share a link. Share this link, silentgym.com. Pass it around. Tell people, hey, you need to check this out. Need extra income? Need some encouragement, trying to start your own business, trying to use the internet creatively to generate an income, silentgym.com. That's the only link they're going to need. You'll be doing them a huge favor. Spread the word. Leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast listening app you happen to use. We always love to see those reviews popping in. We'll be back real soon with another episode. God bless all the business building warriors out there. We'll talk to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.